When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, what is going on? What are you chuckling at? Oh, I just listened to the turn signal. Turn signal. (laughs) Uh, What's getting Arch laughing? Arch Arch doesn't laugh. What the fuck's going on here? Jeez. Fucking chuckling this Monday morning. Yeah, I was was listening to the background noise. I thought thought Panther's truck was dying again. At least it's not making the the warning noise. Did you get that resolved, Panther? Did you fix that? We got that fixed, and, and everything's running great. I got an early start to the day. I'm way ahead of the curve. And then I just saw the sign that there was a crash on this road. So now I get to do this podcast from bumper to bumper, traffic, five lanes, just I like, ugh, it's a goddamn Monday in Chicago. There you go. So is, is this the reason that you were um, missing an action on Saturday? Oh, missing an action was just a personal inconvenience with well, one of my vehicles. So had to get that resolved. Had to had to take the Prius with Chubby Zebra to the casino, and there was an issue with my truck, so I just need to get that taken care of so the kitten could have the truck. And uh, yeah, so kind of put me out of commission. Where did she have to go? It wasn't that she had to go. Well, she had a graduation party to go to, but oh, okay. it wasn't that she necessarily had to go anywhere. That was the only other vehicle in case she did need to go somewhere. So. <laughs> Uber, baby. Uber. <laughs> Use your phone. I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> Does Chubby Zebra not drive? Or, or were you the designated driver because you were afraid that he was going to get too drunk? I was the designated driver because I got the damn Prius. And a five and a quarter a gallon, that Prius is a goddamn gold mine. Look at Progressive Panther over here. Add that to his fucking monikers. It was, it was a, it's a two and a half hour drive each way. So it's a, it's a little bit. Green Panther. A little bit of some green some Panther. Gas. Green, yeah, green. Pink Panther. Green Panther. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I could I could probably be like a like a Browns quarterback jersey, right? And just have like my long list of all my names on the back of a jersey. You could, possibly, possibly, could do that. All right. 
got stuff to talk about. It's Monday. We do, but no, no. Before we get yeah, to yeah. that, uh, um, I'm I'm on the air. I'm doing this for Phil. Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna hear this click. There you go, Phil. I confirmed your Facebook friend request. Request accepted. I am now friends with Phil on Facebook. I now have, I believe, three friends on Facebook. It is Phil Arch and Panther. I will post Max's Facebook link in the podcast description. Feel free to hammer that shit. Everyone friend me. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and we'll see. The fact is, like, Phil had to, like, nudge me to say, hey, uh, Facebook friend request. And I'm like, what? Uh, I checked, and it's certainly enough. It was pending. So there you go. Live on the air, me and Phil, officially friends. Phil and Steve did have a monster fucking weekend. Did. They really Holy did. cow. If you guys aren't following these guys, come on. Just stop it already. Just just fucking follow them. Come on. No shit. God. Just a gold mine. Just a gold mine, those two knuckleheads. Uh, you know who's not <laughs> doing well, though, is the Los Angeles Dodgers, Arch. I know. We were kind of alluding to that last week, Max, and we talked a little bit about on Saturday, I believe, too, but... It's not looking good right now. A lot of questions, right? Going on with the Dodgers. I say no. No? But my, my, I mean, they've got some injuries and they've got some players that are uh, underproducing, but I would say that they are taking it easy. I don't see necessarily the Padres or, for the matter of fact, the Giants as a real threat to win the West. Uh, I I think that they'll be fine. I think as the season goes on, they'll, they'll get back into it and they'll probably make some trades at the deadline because they are just apparently flush with cash and have no uh, problems spending way above the, the spending limit that they're allowed to before hitting, you know, like triple luxury tax or whatever the fuck it is. So uh, what are the statistics that you're seeing though? Like what, what did you send to us earlier on discord that prompted this conversation? Okay. To your point, on May 30th, the Dodgers' chance to make the playoffs was over 99%. Hasn't moved that much. It's still 98%. So it does look like they are going to make the playoffs. But the big dips, will they win the division, was 84% on May 30th. It's 69% now. Nice. That's a yeah, nice, pretty big drop. And they lost 7% on win the World Series. It was 27%. Now it's 20 I mean, winning the World Series is always going to be a question for me and the Dodgers. I do think that... Uh, I mean, the only World Series that they've actually won was the the bubble championship. So, I mean, mm-hmm. winning the actual World Series, I think was, I was never. I, I, let's go back to the futures. Did any of us have the Dodgers winning the World Series? I I, I can't quite remember. I look at the deep, dig yeah. deep. Yeah, I I, I, I don't recall. Um, so, uh, but but I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, right? Especially in the ex- expanded playoffs now, right? Mm-hmm. They're going to make the playoffs. I, uh, I I got to pull this up right now of, of how far ahead they are in the standings. Of, do, does anyone know off the top of their head? I'm going to check the MLB standings right now, how far ahead they are of San Diego. They are still oh, half uh, a game, I think. Half a game. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Close some ground there. So, um I think I don't I don't like San Diego though. I I, I mean uh, they're still playing. Technically, I guess they're playing without their their best player. But I think uh, San Diego is playing a little bit above their heads. I feel uh, the Giants. Something's up with the Giants. They can't find consistency. I mean, they've they've just won three in a row, but this is a team that probably should be playing better. I don't know. I think the Dodgers still win the West. They'll, they'll cruise to the West, I think, eventually. Panther, what do you think about the Dodgers? I, I think the Dodgers are uninterested. We brought this up when they got swept by the Pirates. And, and do we really think the Pirates are better than the Dodgers? No, but they're they're kind of unchallenged. And here we are even talking about how mediocre they're playing, how a few of their players are down, how they've been missing some of their starting pitchers, and they're still in first place. 
Like, it's just, I think they're just unmotivated. I'm definitely not panicking. If I'm panicking about anything, it might be a couple players. Cody Bellinger's been trash for the last couple years. I don't know what they're going to do about him. Chris Taylor's been down a little bit, He's and he's banged up. But, uh, yeah, from top to bottom, we're even seeing some of their fill-in pitchers are, like, undefeated, pitching great. Like, this is the deepest team in Major League Baseball, and it's not even close. Yeah, it'll be interesting to keep an eye on. They are underperforming, so it is something to to watch. Will they normalize? Pretty much every team we thought would that would normalize is doing so, <laughs> has done so, except maybe the Angels. And the Angels play the Dodgers tomorrow, so oh, we'll man. see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, have we have we considered that the Yankees have normalized? I, I feel like they've just. I I still feel that they're they're playing playing is still a little above. Of what they need to be, or supposedly they're playing the, exactly, exactly correct. Well, that's terrifying. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jeez. yeah, maybe this is the greatest team in the history of baseball. We just aren't realizing. We just it missed. Yet. We, yeah. we just absolutely missed it. I mean, yeah. to the point where where they're just they they feel fine, just uh, you know, uh, benching players and sending them down to the minors and just like, yeah, you want to be traded. That's fine. Who, who, who was it? It was one of their, uh, their younger prospect guys that was just, wasn't getting play in time. They're just like, yeah, we, we, we really don't have room for you. We're just going to send you down. To the it's not, it's nice to have that luxury. You know, just like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're a good player, but we don't need you right now. See you later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor Yankees. Those poor yeah. fucking Yankees. <laughs> it's, it's fucking awful. I'm crying for them. I mean, yeah. eight and a half fucking uh, games above the goddamn blue Jays, nine, nine ahead of the Tampa Bay Rays. And in any other season, the those thirty five and twenty four and thirty five and twenty five respectively would be pretty good fucking records at this point in time in the season. Even right. the fucking Red Sox are above five hundred at this point in time. They've won they won eight of their last ten. So uh, the the East is really tough, and the Yankees have sixteen losses on the season. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, a plus one twenty seven run differential, best in the league. Best in the league. Who are the guys that were like high on the Blue Jays? Who are those dipshits? Yeah, I know. I know. Those poor. F- yeah, they'd be first place in almost any other division. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, they, they'd be in first place in the central. Yeah. Uh, they'd right be on the Astros' heels. Second, yeah, second place in the West. They would be in second place in the NL East. They would be in first place in the NL Central. And, oh, geez, they'd be fourth. Wow. No, thir- third. Sorry, they'd be th- third. They'd, they'd, third. they'd be third. Yeah. They'd be third in the West. Yeah, they'd be uh, right, right above the Giants. Yeah, so Oof. some tough divisions. I, I, I mean, you know, I still, I still think the Dodgers are fine though. And, okay. And still, I think it's the Yankees. Watch. I think it's, how many wins the Yankees going to win. I mean, I remember when I, I miss, I, I missed that show is during the, uh, the, the Memorial Day, uh, episode, and you guys were talking about, um, you know, unexpected or overperforming teams or whatever it was. And I know Arch, you were struggling with your math, but yeah, the Yankees still probably could win 116 games. I'm sorry, it, it might, it might happen. Yeah, that might be at the low end. <laughs> it might be at the low end. Jesus. Oh man. Oh, listen. Any team that's struggling, just fucking uh, give yourself a mohawk. You'll instantly, instantly start winning games. You want to go right uh, to that? Larusa, Larusa. Just uh, we don't have to talk about the fucking story. Okay. Any, any, anyone out there that hasn't seen that that dipshit fucking Madden was planning to, or he did shave his head, he did, and fucking give himself a mohawk to inspire his team and got fired. His team didn't even see the goddamn mohawk. Tony Larusa, you better be fucking listening. You've lost two games in a row to the fucking uh, Texas Rangers in, in extra innings. You're about to get fired. Might as well fucking give yourself a mohawk. I mean, what motivates millionaires who are supposed to have World Series, uh, you know, uh, 
goals here with this team that was put together. You have two of the best players in Trout and Otani. I mean, you're in the middle of a 12-game losing streak. Like, what would motivate you more than your manager to be like, oh, hey, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shave my head. This will make everything better. Baseball's a weird sport because it's not always about motivation. It's about, I don't know how to, like, shaking things up, like changing the energy, getting people just to relax and laugh a little bit. Maybe that gets you playing a little bit better. I mean, the Royals, the fucking Royals united around a praying mantis when they were having really good seasons. That was, that was their pet. So baseball's a weird sport like that. It's not like an NFL or it's not like an NBA where you have to like motivate yourself to get out there. It's more about sh- just breaking up the monotony and loosening up and just trying to have some fun. It's hard to have. I, I just don't, I don't see it. I don't see when you're in the middle of a 12 game losing streak, nothing's going right. Having fun. I mean, you're just, you're, you're pressed. You're probably yeah. wound up a little too tight. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't see where something like that loosens you up. I, you know, I actually, I'm not as much of a Madden hater as you guys are. I think maybe he gets a little too much. All baseball managers probably get a little too much credit for winning and losing. But um, look, it just as great as the angels were to start the season, we talked about it when we talked about our futures. The angels are very capable of angeling all over themselves. They are. Max, did I, you see the I, last line they used? Every the, every angels hitter used a nickelback as a, a nickelback song as a walk up song in order to. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's brilliant. Um, <laughs> Canadian uh, uh, music at its best there. Uh, move over, Celine, Celine Dion. Uh, move over, Nickelback. Bieber. Yeah, Bieber. Uh, well, Bieber's uh, he's, he's Bieber's face is broken. We don't know. He's got, I think Bell's Balls or some shit. Yeah, we're not like talking um, about that on the show. No, oh boy. Let's, let's, oh boy. Not talk about, let's not talk about Bieber. We get a lot of fucking hate mail for talking shit on Bieber. Um, last point on, on Madden. Listen, I had a lot of respect for Joe, Joe Madden when he was down in Tampa and he had a roster that was consisting of bubblegum and duct tape. Uh, the moment that he had the biggest roster and the most money in Chicago and this huge fucking roster and all this money in Los Angeles, uh, he just forgot how to manage. Like he just he he really just thought that the the talent was going to go out there and do things and all he'd do is shave his fucking head and and people would fucking you know to Arch's point listen I I get it yeah it's a long fucking season when you're in the stretch of a bad you know um, slump you are you are t- you know to, to Panther your point too you're just tightened up you need something to kind of uh, get you out of that funk and and maybe he thought that that was the way to do it you know I've joked he's brought penguins in the fucking locker room before Mm -hmm. he's he's done stunts like this before so uh, it's not unheard of to to try to you know get the team to loosen up but I just think he had lost that locker room a long time ago and for too long uh, in I'd say the probably probably the last five six years of him managing it's him just knowing that uh, the payroll was going to fucking bail him out of being a mediocre manager right now so so real quick so real quick, is Madden done? Will he get another job, or, or is he done? Job. He'll get another job. Oh, he'll get another job. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you get, you maybe remember, you maybe at the White Sox. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. White, White, White Sox is going to get rid of a man. Uh, listen, Buck Showalter is not a spring chicken. You know, and you never know how long the Mets are going to keep, keep him on. Uh, I keep looking at Terry Francona as the young, uh, the, the young spry guy to, <laughs> to jump into the Mets organization when he's done with the Guardians. You know. Uh, I think we can squeeze in this last story. I think this is j- it's it's kind of a nothing burger of a story, but you know I think Panther and I had a little disagreement in in the pre-show when we were talking about this. Uh, Anthony Davis it came out and fans are just skewering him that uh, he hasn't picked up a basketball, has touched a basketball since April fifth. Now Panther, you said that oh this is a non-issue, right? Well, I mean, hey, it's not even 
basketball season for the Lakers right now. They're they're on vacation in the Bahamas or whatever. He's been banged up. I, I don't. I think it's a non-issue right now. When when he get to camp and they start getting ready for basketball in in uh, October, then he'll have a ball in his hands. But I don't think it matters right now. Arch, what do you think? It's weird, right? It, 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 I agree with a lot of the comments that you, uh, in this article that's like he won a championship and he's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I don't need I, I've reached mm-hmm. the pinnacle of my career. Now I'm going to go play baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, my, my issue here is a when you have LeBron James on your team and everything is, is all about LeBron. It's something that you don't say, even if it's true. It's something that you don't say. You just say something along the lines of, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm working at my own pace to get healthy for this next season so we can compete next year. You say something like that. You don't fucking say, oh, I haven't touched the basketball since April 5th. Like, you don't fucking say that stuff. It's just stupid. It's going to cause a fucking issue. And, 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 and as if that team doesn't have a ton of issues already with fucking Westbrook just hanging out there saying, hey, guys, what's going on with me? Hey, ham sandwich. Good to have you as a coach. What's going on? Westbrook exercised his uh, option. Of course, like because he's, I, you're he's, not going to turn down like fucking $50 million. Yeah. I wanna, who's going to turn? The Lakers are stuck with him. Nobody's no. going to take that on. Can't trade him. Have you met the New York Knicks? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't know that that would be a, a bad thing to give Julius Randle some help unless the New York Knicks were stupid and sent Randle back to the Lakers. <laughs> Lakers. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Man, could you imagine? No. Anyway. Yeah. Let's take a quick break. I kind of shit on the Dodgers. No, I didn't shit on the Dodgers. I, I, I actually was supportive of the Dodgers. You were caping up for the Dodgers. I was, I was, well, I was shitting on the Dodgers because they haven't won a fucking title other than their bubble champ. And you can celebrate that bubble champ. You can celebrate Anthony Davis's bubble champ. See? Back-to-back bubble champ stories. And you can celebrate by going to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Click on the little D-Gen shop icon. You can buy those bubble champ shirts or you can get a little fucking teddy bear with a goddamn bubble champ shirt. I don't fucking care. Buy our gear. Keep the lights on around here and go fucking full degen. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I do have a bubble champ shirt. It is. It is. It it's, looks it's, good. It's it fantastic. looks good. I love it. It's great. It's great. It's great. It's glorious. Oh, NBA. Oh man, back at it. Back at NBA. Uh, but you know, Boston took one game in San Francisco, and that's all they needed to win the series because that one win in San Francisco gave them home court advantage in the finals. So all they had to do <laughs> was win their home games, 
and that would be the series. The only problem is that Boston sucks at home in the postseason. Six and five, home record. They just, you know, I think they seem to be a little too comfortable in front of their home crowd, which usually leads to some sloppy play. Now, I mentioned it on the show last week, and, and Arch, I sent it to you last night. This confirmed it. I, I, I joked. I was like, it's like, you know how you bet against the Celtics? Look at how many turnovers they have at halftime. Well, I saw this on ESPN yesterday to confirm what I was saying. When Boston has under 15 turnovers in a game, they are 14 and 2 in the playoffs. When they have 16 or more, they are 0 and 6. For Golden State, Maybe Steph Curry is going to be enough to win them a championship. But damn, doesn't he need a little bit more consistent help out there? I get it. He's in fucking Jordan mode right now. He is unstoppable. He cannot miss a single fucking shot. But even Jordan needed a little help to win a title on his own, right? A little, little, little bit of help there. Uh, Warriors should win. The Warriors should win this game. I just I don't know if it can be all on Curry. Now, if they continue to concede with that cute little fucking pick and roll for three that they do, and then the Celtics can't figure out how to fucking stop that. I don't know how many times I've seen it. I thought I was just watching a replay over and over and over and over again. But no, it was multiple plays where they just do a pick and roll. Curry hits it. Boom. Three-pointer. Done. Uh, If they can stop that, maybe the Celtics have a chance here. Uh, My numbers say that this is a one-point game. Golden State 105, Boston 104. But we've seen that none of these fucking games have been absolutely close. I'd say the last game was the closest, and that ended up being a 10-point fucking win by Golden State. Uh, I'm going to lean Boston here getting these points. Uh, This is a team that has yet to lose back-to-back games in the playoffs. They have only lost back-to-back games twice since January 8th. So it's tough to beat this Boston team. They get motivated in these losses. But man, it, it does look like the Warriors are, are trending in the right direction with with the way that Curry's playing. So uh, it's going to be tough. So a lean on Boston with the points. These two teams, in my opinion, mirror each other. They're they're both very capable of taking nights off, and they're both very capable of when they play their best and play defense. That's where it starts on the defensive end. They're very capable of shutting the other team down. Uh, you know, you talk about. Steph Curry getting help. Draymond doesn't score a lot. That's not his job. But when he's going to go out and get you nine boards, eight assists, four steals, that's pretty much helping Steph Curry out. They get enough from Clay. They get enough from Jordan Poole. Um, I, this is a must win for Golden State. I don't think they want to – definitely don't want to go back to Boston down three to two. But this is also Boston's best chance because it's – as mediocre as they've been in front of their own home crowd, they've been absolutely fantastic on the road. So th- I, this is a hell of a game. This is almost like a game seven, in my opinion. I just cannot bet against the Warriors at home in this situation. To your point, none of them have been close. We've been double digits every single game. So if Golden State's going to win, they're going to cover that four. Ten bucks on the Warriors. I'm going the other side. I'm taking the Celtics plus the four. I... I like him on the road here. You, you, you can't argue. And he, like Max, I have this to be an incredibly close game. And I, the Warriors win about 52% of the time. So, yeah, I can't, I can't, I couldn't take a money line on the Warriors. I can't bet the spread. I'm just going to take the uh, Celtics plus the points. I think they can keep it close. And uh, the way things are going, I think they're going to win, I guess. Wow. Yeah, listen, you, you, I think you'd be better off just taking the money line uh, either way. Like for for either team, really. I mean, I, I probably a little bit too chalky for for the Warriors money line. I, I get that, but I think yeah, the Celtics are either going to win or the Warriors are going to cover. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, that's how I kind of feel. These I, I don't think there are close games, even though my numbers yeah. say it's going to be a close game. I don't think these are close games. Something's going to happen, and and there's not going to be some last second fucking shots. I mean, in the playoffs, have we seen only one game? I think it was the Boston Milwaukee 
that was within three points. Mm. Like pretty much everything else has been like seven, eight, 12, 13 points, you know? So these playoffs have been really weird with the teams kind of just like pulling away at the end. It just seems like, the, you know, w- once there's a big lead with a couple minutes left, the other team just fucking waves a white flag and say, yep, catch you tomorrow. Well, catch you in three days or whenever the fucking next game is. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, at that minus 170, a little too chalky. Do you really think it's a 63% on the Warriors' chance to win? No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I think the money lines is too chalky. For, I think uh, I just meant the money line for the Celtics is. I gotcha. think this, gotcha. the, Warrior, the Warriors should cover. Is, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. The Warriors should cover if they win. And if you're going to bet the Celtics, just bet the Celtics money line because I don't, I, you know, yeah. they're going to win if they, they're not going to keep it close. It's either they're going to win and, and you know, that's how they cover. Yeah. Basically, I'm opening up you my know, tracker and keeping an eye on the turnovers for the Celtics and then live bet based on that, that too. Is, that is it. Honestly, listen, if you listen to the show, that's all you're fucking doing is paying attention to the turnovers at the half. If the Celtics have the lead at the half and they've got. They're on pace to be over 16 turnovers. Fade them. Bet the Warriors. <laughs> you got it. You win. You know, the way that the way this year, these series are going, the way these games are going, I don't disagree with Max money line the Celtics here, but maybe, you know, all line the, the Warriors here, maybe take a minus eight to get a plus line because uh, double digits every freaking game. Yeah, one fair of those things point. is going to happen. Fair fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Should be fun, though. Should be fun. I'll, I'll be once again, uh, you know, on my floor crying and, and so forth. Baseball. Great. Baseball, Miami, Philadelphia, Phillies finally lost a game. Maybe it'll be two in a row. Miami playing some really good baseball right now. So again, and and we alluded to this in in the earlier part of the show, Panther, as a Mets fan, seeing them return home, seeing the Mets return home after a 500 West Coast trip, seeing Atlanta, Philly, Miami all playing well. You, you know how I'm feeling right now. You know you you know what's going on there. Marlins have won four or five games. They dropped that last game in their series with the Astros yesterday, but going to put one of their multiple Cy Young candidates on the mound today, Sandy Alcantara, with his 6-2 record. 1.61 ERA, .94 whip, takes on the Phillies ace, Aaron Nola. Now, Nola's having a good season, and I think the one thing that is going really good for him is, is control. I think he's only given up 10 walks this entire season. Now, for those 10 walks, uh, he's also had 85 strikeouts, so pretty good strikeout-to-walk uh, to, to ratio there. But you take those 10 walks, and you say, how many home runs has he given up? And it's the same exact number. <laughs> so he has got a little bit of trouble with the long ball this year, which is bad news for him because Miami is tied for 11th. I was shocked to find this. 11th with the most team home runs on the mm. road this season. So I like the fish here with the plus line. I think they've got the dominating starting pitcher and they've got some pop to their offense on the road. So $10 bet on Miami. Yeah, this is a game I couldn't get on board with. Both teams are playing really well. The fish are finally hitting the ball and giving that, that vaunted pitching staff some run support. Uh, Phillies, ever since they got rid of Girardi, they've been much better. Uh, so I think I like the fish just because of the plus line. But, you know, as a Mets fan, Max, you kind of got to like this because one of them is going to lose. So that you, you kind of got that going for you. But uh, I'll lean on Miami. Yeah, leaning Miami here, too. I'd like a little bit more than this plus 120, plus 110. <laughs> it's just really dropping uh, well, fast. Yeah, yeah, it's dropping fast. Yeah, you get, if you had that plus 135, you'd be sitting pretty right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. Lean on the fish. All right, uh, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, all mm. hail the first place Cardinals. Doesn't feel like much of a victory, though. They've lost three of their last five, including lo- losing to the lowly Reds yesterday. But at least they are doing much better than the Pirates, who have lost six in a row. 
This got swept four games at the hands of the Braves. Pittsburgh going to put Mitch Keller on the mound today, which if you look at his statistics, you can say, man, this guy's shitty. However, he started the season really shitty. They moved him to the bullpen. He figured some things out, and his last few games have actually been pretty fucking good. I think he's worked out whatever rust or whatever issues he had. He's He's been pretty solid. Uh, Cardinals, a Panther, who are the Cardinals putting out there today? you got to know who this is. Zach Thompson. Zach Thompson, another fucking Zach. That's exactly what this goddamn league needs. It must be a bunch of fucking 40-year-old women who love Saved by the Bell and need <laughs> all their fucking kids Zach because that's what we got in the league right now. Holy shit, uh, I bet Tom- you're onto something. Uh, am, am I not? I, really, I have figured I, it out. Yeah. I have figured it out. That is the mystery. Uh, Thompson, he had a little bit of action in the bullpen against the Cubs. Uh, four innings, he averaged 94.8 miles per hour on his fastball, 74.7 on his nasty fucking curveball. But since this dude is such a gem, such a future of the Cardinals, guess what that means? Pitch count. And I think the Pirates have an opportunity to go against this Cardinals bullpen and steal one today. I love this plus line, $10 bet on Pittsburgh. Yeah, I can't really get behind Pittsburgh. I don't care if Keller. Keller's been pitching well his last couple games, like you said, and he's still sporting a 5.26 ERA on the season. I feel like those two games really are just more like polishing a turd. Keller's been bad for several years now. Um, Thompson's going to be on a pitch count. They'll go to the bullpen. and uh, But the, look, the Cardinals are just that much better than the Pirates, particularly at home. Run line opportunity here, Mafia. I'm jumping on the run line here. Give me the Cardinals for 10 bucks. Mm, yeah, I'm leaning the Cardinals here in this one. Uh, a little too chalky, but it, yeah, the Pirates are definitely, they're going the way they should go. <laughs> what are they, two and seven in their last nine or something like that? Yeah, so the Pirates are normalizing now, finally, after making the Dodgers look foolish. Uh, Pirates money line, or excuse me, Cardinals money line plus 105. Oh, nice. Okay. Last one up for me. Houston, Texas. Team's kicking off yet another series. Can you believe that they've, they've already played eight times this year? Wow. Would you like to guess what the record is in those eight games? I'm guessing four and four. Six and two. No, mm. Houston, Houston, Houston's kind of dominated Texas for the most part. Okay. They're going to put Christian Javier on the mound. Which, and listen, he's going to bounce back from a disaster of a previous start because trust me, I know if you download and listen to every single episode, at least from last week, you would hear me touting how good Christian Javier is, me burying the Mariners, and well, my bad. Uh, but I like him here today, especially with the Rangers putting a very hittable Taylor Hearn on the mound. Um, Hearn's kind of been decent over his last few starts, but he puts a lot of runners on base. And, and if you put a lot of runners on base, it's going to come to bite you in the ass eventually. And, and I think that's what's going to happen today. Uh, Rangers, of course, I alluded to that. They've won a pair of extra inning games over the White Sox, prompting fans I don't know if you guys saw this, to start uh, getting on board the Fire La Russa train with me. Ooh. So, yeah, yeah, they were uh, chanting that at the end of the last couple of games. So uh, not good for Tony. Uh, I just don't see the Rangers winning three games in a row. $10 bet on the Astros. I could see the Rangers winning three games in a row, just not against Houston here. Uh, I do love Christian Javier. And something that you had brought up uh, last week is that Houston has actually been better on the road than they have been at home, particularly with their batting average and their runs scored. So I'm with you here. Complete agreement. I'm on board. Give me the Houston oh. Astros for 10 bucks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
I'm on the other side. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. thank no, you. No kiss thank of death. You. No kiss Appreciate of death here. That. I like Thanks. the Rangers with the plus 145. I'm loving that. I think they have enough of a chance to uh, you know stand up and uh, take this one. So I'm betting Max's new favorite team, the Rangers today, even though he's turned on them. He's heel turned on them. Yeah, I, <laughs> 12 bucks on the Rangers. And, and, and when you see here, Arch say 12, you know, he's doing pretty good in baseball betting. I had a pretty good week last week. I ran through my numbers and I, I had a pretty good week. Well, getting I did not. Getting away from Panther. That's like all of a sudden, like Panthers are cooler. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, uh, I, I had things. Maybe I'm on I Texas, cool. man. I'm, I'm flipping it. <laughs> it was good that I missed the show Saturday. I didn't bet Saturday. I didn't bet Sunday. I needed a break because I have been so bad the last week. We'll see if I can get things going here by taking on one of the hottest teams in baseball. The Braves are going to Washington. Ian Anderson, Mr. Anderson, will take the mound going against uh, Josiah Gray. Hey, look, Washington's not been very good at home, and the Braves are on a heater right here. So at minus 160, it's probably some value, I, or it's a trap. Who the fuck knows? Uh, but give me the Braves for 10 bucks. Yeah, capital T trap here. How How is this the Nationals only plus 130, 125, 120, 115? Something is wrong here. The Sharps are hammering the Nationals here. A big time lean on Washington to break the Braves streak. Yeah, leaning Washington as well. Uh, it's a it's a risky bet. It's like the bottom tier bet. It says bet the Nationals, but the way that line's moving, who boy, it makes you think you should be jumping on the Nats. Yeah, it does make you think that. I wrote it down two hours ago. Last game for me, not a, not a big slate for me. Uh, we're gonna look at the Padres going to Chicago. You Darvish returning to his former team, and uh, look, the, the Padres have a chance here. To make gain some ground on the Dodgers, the Cubs are not good. This is another one of those potential hundred loss teams. They're falling. I mean, they're damn near catching the Reds in a bad way. Justin Steele's not been great. I think the Fathers can go in and take care of business. So give me San Diego for ten dollars. Another weird one. Like, what is Vegas telling us here? Uh, open at minus one twenty, plus one hundred. Uh, Cubs, they're not a disaster at home, but I mean, Padres with with Darvish on the mound should absolutely fucking decimate them, right? This, this should easily be what a one forty five line, one fifty, right? Um, something's a little off here. I I don't know. I I still think the Padres should win this one. Uh, moral support, lean on San Diego. Yeah, I'll lean San Diego with you, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I'm not touching this one, not at all. Okay. Well, that is all I have. I have one last game. We're going to Panthers' beloved Reds playing the Arizona Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks are minus 145 against the Reds, and I, I know everyone likes to dump on the Reds, but they're not as bad. They still have some stink on them, I think, in people's minds. Um, a while ago, it was Reds plus 140 when I input the numbers before we started the show. Now it's Reds plus 130 down to plus 120. I like that. I'm going to grab that plus 130 while I can get it for 12 bucks. You know what's even more bizarre about that? What's that? It, it, with with this line and and it's 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 like single, like barely single digit money on 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 the Reds right now. Nice. So that's just really fucking bizarre here. Um, you you would expect it to like be a significant drop, right? Mm -hmm. So I think if you hold on, if you like the Reds, maybe afternoon wise, you might get like plus one forty. Like it, this might drop that much with with the amount of money mm. that's hammering the Diamondbacks here. I think the Diamondbacks win, but I think it's too chalky. Um, 
values the Reds, but I'll lean the Diamondbacks because I think they win. All right. Yeah, the Reds haven't been great, but I saw the Arizona minus 160. That was too much chalk. Even with Merrill Kelly, who's having a good season. Um, yeah, I, but with this line movement that you're talking about, I will have to flip sides and, and uh, give you all the moral support on the big red machine. Okay. Okay. Almost bet the Orioles. So close. <laughs> so mm-hmm, close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. right there. It's not quite doing it, but it was so close. Uh, let's see. we got a comment here. Iceberg likes the Minnesota Twins plus one and a half. Minnesota Twins uh, against the Mariners. I, yeah, I'm leaning Seattle. I think Seattle gets the win, but plus one and a half. Yeah, I, I think I think the Twins. That's a good chicken chip bet there. Yeah, I don't hate it. I didn't like the pitching matchup, particularly with Chris Archer on the mound. I I do like the Mariners there, but uh, with Archer on the mound, I, that was an easy no play for me. All right, what did we talk about today? We talked about Anthony Davis. He's not touching basketballs anymore. He's done. Uh, what else we talk about? Joe Madden's Mohawk. The Dodgers, are they in trouble? Mm. Max says no. That's it. That is it. Download the DJ's app. For Android iOS, listen to anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks, or if the Dodgers are in trouble, over on Twitter, at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please, highest rating, come subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I will lock in those fish. I don't hate that. Arch, um, you're locking in. You're really confident on those Reds. He's got to take the Rangers, right? Fade us. I'll take the Reds. I'll take the Reds. He'll take the Reds. I am going to take the Golden State Warriors. We'll put them with the fish and the Reds. Make that your D-Gen parlay. We're hanging out on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly it is Discord. You guys, get on Discord in the book club and get on with Speedway Steve and Fighting Phil. These guys are hammering it. Just hammer. If you followed them over the weekend, you probably could just retire and start collecting your Social Security. Uh, but get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did do over the weekend, what you're going to do today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. It's facebook.com slash max.mortlock.7. There you go. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.